Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky. And in today's Word for the Day, we're continuing our series during these days of Christmas entitled The New Birth. And we're looking at the new birth. And the reason we're doing this is on my Christmas Eve homily, the point of my homily was that Jesus was born so we could be born again. So I wanted to develop that idea in these podcasts and kind of amplify it, do some teaching around it. And so Today, I want to um, define the new birth um, more explicitly than I did in the last episode. I basically said it's to be born of the Spirit and have the life of God in us, and that's that's right, but I want to amplify it, and I'm going to go to a source that I think is one of the, the best explanations of the new birth I've ever read. It's a sermon by a man named John Wesley, and John Wesley is the founder of Methodism. Uh, he lived in the 18th century in England, and he was an Anglican clergyman, he was an Anglican priest, and he started a renewal movement, and they called the movement the Methodist. It wasn't a separate church or denomination at that time. It was really just kind of like a, almost like a religious order or something someone might join in the Church of England at the time. But it, but over time, and after he passed away, uh, it became a separate denomination in North America because of the, the weird things around the American Revolution, and then it happened in England as well. But he wrote a series of sermons. They're called his standard sermons. He wrote hundreds of them, but there's 52 standard sermons. And they're kind of almost meant to be like like basic discipleship lessons. They're, and they're just super excellent. Um, if you're of a mind to read sermons written in the 18th century, they're not hard to read, by the way. Um, I'd recommend getting a hold of those and reading them. But this one's called The New Birth, which is the title of our series, The New Birth. And I want to read um, what... Um, what, what the, what, how he defines the new birth. And he writes, so what is the nature of the new birth? He says this, it is that great change which God works in the soul when he brings it into life. And he's talking about the life of God, Zoe, from the last episode. When he raises it from the death of sin to the life of righteousness. It is the change wrought in the whole soul by the Almighty Spirit of God when it is created anew in Christ Jesus, when it is renewed after the image of God in righteousness and true holiness. And he goes on and amplifies that, but it's a great definition. It is that great change from God, that great change which God works in the soul when he brings it into life. So a couple things to say there. The new birth is a change. When one experiences a new birth, there's a transformation in their life. Now, it's not the full transformation of perfect sanctification or the transformation we'll experience when we are risen from the dead in the future. But it's a real change, and it's like a seed planted in us out of which we grow our Christian life. And it brings the Holy Spirit comes into our life. Our spiritual, that spiritual part of us that's dead to God is made alive. Um, it says in Ephesians 4 that we are made, or excuse me, Ephesians 2, we are made alive in Jesus Christ, spiritually alive and alive to God. <clears throat> and um, so it's a great change, number one. Number two, it's something God does. So, so this is really critical. Um, there is a sense as we walk out, out our Christian life is we live out our regeneration, our new birth. By the way, regeneration is another word for new birth because regeneration just means new birth. It's just a more technical word, so it's the same thing. 
But when this new birth or regeneration happens, yeah, we, we have to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. We work out of that and work it out. But this fundamental work, this starting point of our whole transformative process in Christ is a work of God. That means it's a work of grace. That means it's a gift. You don't earn it. You don't achieve it. You don't make yourself have it. You don't gin yourself up for it. You simply receive it by faith. The open hands that say, God, I want you in my life. I want your life. I want you to take over. Come into me fully, Jesus. Come into me, Holy Spirit. Make my life new. And he says, it's the change when God works in the soul to bring it into life. I talked about this a little bit in the last episode, but let's talk some more about it. So um, there's this quotation from C.S. Lewis where he says, the whole purpose of the church is to make people little Christ. And if we don't do that, there's really no reason for the church. And what he means by little Christ is people who've been transformed body, soul, and spirit to be like Jesus Christ. That's God's goal for us, to make us like Jesus Christ. And it starts in our spiritual life, and out of that it flows into our mental, our emotional, um, our wills, and, and, and ultimately, ultimately um, at the resurrection in our bodies. That's the fulfillment of this new life that's given to us. And that's the whole point of Christianity, is that this life gets in us so we can become new people and participate in God's, God's cosmic salvation to renew all things from the stain and the brokenness and the, and the horror of sin and evil and death. And for each one of us individually, our participation in that comes when we put our faith in Jesus and receive the new birth. Now, I know most of you listen are believers. This is this is ground you've been over before. I know that. But it's good to remember, and, and it might be good to remember just to say a couple things here, then I'll close this episode and we'll go to the next one. Um, it's probably just good to remember that that is the foundation of our Christian life, that we, we want to, this is why we do spiritual practices and things and things because we're, we're we're building off of this change in our life and we're communing with God who's already in us so we can be transformed more and more and more and more and more. It's kind of like a little seed has been planted in us and we want it to grow into a big plant of of a beautiful, righteous, holy and whole life that fully loves God and loves people the way God made us to be. But it's also a reminder too that there are people in our life that you know, you're probably like me. I have people in life that I know about and care about that don't follow Jesus. And, and you know, I don't just need them to straighten up their life, right? I don't just need them to believe the right stuff. I need them to encounter Jesus, and I need them to be converted. I need them to experience new birth. And really, the, the way they live now that is in alignment with Jesus is just because they're not spiritually alive. They're not alive to God yet. And God isn't, that isn't all in them and moving them. And so they're living in a way that's normal in accordance with someone who's not spiritually alive. So my prayer for them is they encounter the Lord and experience this new birth, this new life, this regeneration, this, as Wesley says, this great change with God, which God works in the soul when he brings it into life. Well, God bless and have a great day.